0: Strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah,
1: the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to for Zion's sake. We thank you for joining us with the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we continue teaching upon a very important subject, and that is Emmanuel, God with us. And we know that. In the Hebrew scriptures, God was with his people. In fact, he told Moses when he called him to go to Pharaoh, he says, Certainly I will be with you. And we know since the word was inspired by God when the prophets spoke, God was with them and they were able to declare incredible prophecies. And we know when Jesus walked the earth, he said, I will be with you always, even until the end of this age. And God is calling us in these days to allow his life to be lived through us, that we are vessels carrying around the spirit of the living God wherever we go. We spoke about many scriptures yesterday, and it's important to recall them because this is talking about an intimate relationship with the Lord. And we, in this day and age, God speaks about this age as the evil age. is coming to a close, and we need to be prepared and strong in the Lord. One of the verses we read during the course of this week was from 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 let me begin at verse 14 for the love of Christ controls us having concluded this that one died for all therefore all died and he died for all that they who live should no longer live for themselves but for him who died and rose again on their behalf. We need to understand this in the depths of our being, that we're not called to live our life as it was before, because God has made all things new. And that newness is his life, his resurrected life, living and being demonstrated in us. And we see that Paul was the epitome of this example. We read from Galatians 1 in verse 17, it says, He revealed his son in me, speaking about Paul. In other words, when Junie read that verse, we commented that Jesus wasn't revealed to him, but Jesus was revealed in him. And our question for all of us is, has God been revealed in us? We also saw, Junie read from John chapter 15, abiding in him. He is the vine and we are the branches. And you know, when you look at a tree, a branch has no authority or power within itself, Where does it derive that that power and authority? From the vine. And no, the branch can't even produce fruit. It comes from the sap of the vine. And our fruit comes forth when we abide in him. And if we don't abide in him, there is no fruit. We saw in John 17, verse 23, the word says, I in them and thou in me. And also, Junie, you read a great scripture yesterday. I think it's worth repeating here. That was Philippians 1.21. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Well, you know, maybe some of you are saying, well, Paul was a special uh, divinely anointed servant. How can we possibly get to the condition that he was? Well, I think we could find out by looking at Philippians chapter 2. How did Paul come to this place? Well, he came to that place because this is what Jesus did. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Philippians chapter 2, beginning at verse 5. There is only one way to allow Jesus to live his life through us, and that is doing exactly what he did. He emptied himself. Philippians chapter 2, beginning at verse 5. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, Also, God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. When we are willing to empty ourselves and allow Jesus to live his life through us, we will come to that new place me in him and he in me. And of course, I don't want to forget Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. It's probably a verse you all know, but we need to have this imparted into ourselves. Galatians chapter two twenty, I have been crucified with the Messiah, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ the Messiah lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, Who loved me and delivered himself up for me. Junie, what could you say after you read these verses? It's clear we need to empty ourselves so two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time. We're either going to live for ourselves or we're going to allow the Messiah, the Lord, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, to live his life through us. What a privilege that would be, Junie, when we come to that place.
2: And so we need to question how our faith began. Did did it begin because our mother and father taught it to us or a pastor taught it to us, or we learned it in in church? Really? Or did we open up our heart and ask the Lord to reveal himself to us in spirit and in truth? And Paul wrote many of the epistles and to the Colossians, I'd like to read from chapter two, beginning at verse six through twelve. He writes, Therefore, as you have received Messiah Jesus the Lord, or Christ Jesus the Lord, So walk in him. And that's a very incredible verse, Shelley, because how did we receive the Lord? Yes. Did did we receive him through revelation, knowledge, a personal relationship? Have we met the Lord? Or is it just that we heard about him or read about him or were told about him? So therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him. Having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him, And established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception according to the the traditions of men, according to the elementary principles of the world rather than according to Christ or according to the Messiah. So Paul is exhorting us, Shelley, to really come to the Lord and learn about him, not about the way the world thinks about him, but through his word and through the Holy Spirit of God. For in him all the fullness of the deity dwells in bodily form. Verse 10, and in him you have been made complete and he is the head over all rule and authority, 11 and 12. And in him you were also circumcised with a circumcision made without hands in the removal of the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Messiah or Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised up with him through faith in working in the working of God who raised him from the dead. So it's really incredible, Shelley, is an exhortation in Colossians by Paul, that we need to walk in the Lord and to remember not to live for ourselves because we were buried with him yes. in baptism and raised up with him that the resurrected life of the Messiah in us can be lived in and through our life. And as we talked about yesterday, John wrote, in his, in his gospel, that then we will bear not only fruit, yes. but much fruit as we abide in him and we allow his word to abide in us and work in and through our lives.
1: You know, Junie, a portion of the verses that you just read was from verse 9 to 12. So that's one, two, three, that's four verses. In those four verses, we see the term in him five times in him, all the fullness of the deity dwells in him. We have been made complete in him. He was circumcised having been buried with him in baptism in which were also raised up with him through faith and the working of God who raised him from the dead. Junie in him. Do you know, uh, I can't tell you this is the exact number, but approximately 170 times that expression or an equivalent expression in him appears in the New Testament. So you think God is making a point, don't you? This is incredible that in him is the key to an intimate relationship with God. And, you know, we started by talking Emmanuel, God with us. Well, he's got to be with us, not just on the outside through uh, theology or a doctrine. He's got to be with us on on inside, which makes me think of the New Covenant that's written within us, in our hearts. And it's an eternal and an internal relationship that God is calling us to.
2: So let's get to the nitty-gritty, Shelley, of everyday life. Here we are married. We're in a relationship. And sometimes you frustrate me. No. And so my reaction to you could be, an opening, a little red flag that comes up to me that I am not in him at that moment, but I am allowing my flesh or the way I'm feeling to rule my life. But I have a choice right then and there to either say, Lord, change me. I don't want to react. I want to be in you. I want to respond in you to Shelley through you to Shelley or to whomever uh, causes my flesh to take over. So there is where the transformation comes. And I have my choice then to say, Shelley, can you forgive me for my reaction or my response? It was not godly. And so in that confession, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to... Forgive Forgive us our sin and to, uh, what, what is it? If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and to sanctify us from all unrighteousness. So God can really change us. And I think this is what we're talking about, to allow the Holy Spirit to change us and to allow the Lord to live in and through our lives. So it's a transforming and it's a yielding our will to his will and not allowing my flesh or my feelings or my mindset to rule my life or the listener's. Or yours.
1: And I'm supposed to no longer cause you to be frustrated, and then we'll live happily ever after, won't we, Junie?
2: Yes, and that would mean you're asking the Lord to forgive mm. you if there was a place in your life Amen. that wasn't his life being lived in and through you. We're getting to
1: pretty personal in front of all these people. Praise and the Lord. Yes, Amen. I
2: think it really is important because then it changes how we live amen
1: we need to be transparent and have his life live through us hallelujah father we thank you thank you lord thank you for the fact that you want authenticity yes may you raise up a body of believers that are authentic who are in love with you and live in and through you in jesus name
0: Amen. amen thank you for joining us this evening